we go. Good morning, everyone. Bright and early. It is Friday. We know what that means. The two sisters. That means Fantabulous Friday, where we get to celebrate all of you and vice versa. That's pretty cool, right? But good morning, everyone. This is Carol, so aka Naughty Boss, live with two sisters. Good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka excuse me, aka Wellness Diva, five on this Fantabulous Friday. It's a little doom and gloomy here um, in New England first thing in the morning. Um, but we are rare, ready and raring to go. And many of us, of course, are in the holiday rush mode. Um, I will say that I have to get some shopping in for Turkey Day. And I am one of those people that does not um, entertain a lot. So it's a big process for me. So I'm a little like, ooh, you know. Well, coming up, first of all, let's be nosy. Well, GA will probably come up and Gary's two cousins, um, Sylvia and Cynthia, because they have nowhere to go. And they're always welcome here, of course. And I just said, um, I let them know that, you know, hey, I'm a great baker, but I'm not the greatest of cooks. So we'll see what happens. You know what, speaking of baking, I want that Melillo cookie recipe. <laughs> and unfortunately, we are not going to get it. Yeah, they're so stubborn on that. And, you know, it's one of those, it's an Italian cookie. And it's a cookie I don't, I will normally not even eat. It just doesn't even, you know, it's just some cookies that just do not resonate with you. But these are just super moist. I'm wondering if they put a little pudding in it is what I'm thinking, or they're putting something in it to make it moist. And it's the uh, little round cookies. I can't think of the names of them. The Anisek cookies, which... I am not a big fan of either. I don't think they use anisette. I think they, because some people use like lemon. So they, or maybe they do a little of that. I don't, they do something different to it. And, you know, if for, this is what I'm going to say to you. <laughs> say live right on live video. If you happen to get one of those cookies, freeze one. And maybe we can get a connoisseur to, you know, we'll thaw it out and let them taste it and see if they can figure out the ingredients. Because there's just something, you know, uh, it also could be, because a lot of people will do this, and I do notice when I am doing baking, that I will undercook things just a tad. And as they set, uh, they are more moist. So I'm wondering if that's a piece to it. But it's the actual flavor that's different. And there's more of a lemony flavor to it. Well, there, It's definitely something with the taste. And I cannot put my finger on it and I consider myself to be a good baker um and I was never ever a big fan of that cookie I'm not a big fan of Italian pastry anyways but specifically this cookie and I'm like okay let me try one and I'm like oh my god this is so good it's like very it it, it just tastes very good it's not overpowering it's great with an after dinner drink great with cup of coffee or whatever tea whatever you know you like um but yeah and the funny thing was I don't know if I told you this I think it was a year ago so ago <coughs> excuse me right around this time and I happened to be behind Dolly at the register and she didn't realize it and I saw that she was buying all this baking stuff and I'm like aha so I taken out my cell phone and I started to click and you know the person behind me says what are you doing 
and of course, you know, she turned Gary's cousin turned around, uh, like, oh, I see you're buying stuff for baked goods, and she knew what I was after. She's like, forget it. And I don't know, you know, I, I think it's I think it's a, a testimony uh, that the compliment is there. I do know people. I mean, it's I do know people that do have like secret ingredients to their recipes. And that's, I guess, pretty normal. A lot of people will do that to kind of protect and preserve their, their particular brand, their particular flavor. Uh, obviously, she's not branded, but it is a Malolo, what I call it the Melillo brand. And it is one of those cookies that literally you could eat a whole plateful. Uh, that's how good they are. And I'm, you know, they're just that good. And, and like you, I'm not a big pastry person. It doesn't have to necessarily be Italian. The only really thing that I you know, would definitely say for Italian pastry that I go bonkers over and everyone knows that is cannolis. But I'm super excited because our guest yesterday, Sandy Kern, does have a, uh, an alternative recipe for ragazzo. I'm pretty excited about that because um, I uh, have removed dairy for, for a lot of reasons, uh, overall health, uh, but for some particular things that are going on. So I'm excited to try that particular recipe and add that monk sweetener to a little bit of that to it to kind of give it that sweet feel to it and i love i, I started reviewing uh the uh, kindle version of her cookbook and they, she really has got some great ideas alternatives that you know like she's correct i mean yes it is a healthier version but at the same time sometimes people when they hear that they say oh here's the apple pie the traditional here's the he healthy version for some people to automatic turn off because they're thinking, okay, what is in here? It's so healthy, it's not gonna taste good. And they're, and so I'm gonna try to rephrase that and just say, here is what I'm presenting. Because yeah. it, it does have that, it does have that kind of stigma, which is sad. It shouldn't have that stigma because healthy food is tasty. It's just a matter of a little prep. It's a matter of maybe replacing a few items here or there. But I think today's day and age where they're really uh, resourcing out to just regular raw ingredients and almost reinventing them to serve another purpose. Uh, so for instance, her, 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 basically her white sauce is the way I'm going to call it. It's a pepper sauce or whatever, you know, she's doing the old soaking of the cashews. I love cashews. So for me, you, you take that and then you add maybe some sea salt to it, Himalaya salt, little, uh, I've been actually using, I still use black pepper, but I'm finding I'm using white pepper more. Um, so whatever the, those flavors are, and it's going to be tasty. I'm excited about that. But yeah, uh, I would say grab a cookie, grab the plate, grab more than one for sure. And as well as at least, th I would I would probably freeze a half a dozen. Well, I, I don't I, know if I'm on the list to get any cookies. <laughs> The other thing, won't Sylvia get some cookies? Tell her to take extra. <laughs> yes and no, but you know we won't get into that. But the funny thing about what you said about specifically the recipes in her book, it's not—it's um, a reinvention. It's really a recreation of the foods that we love. Um, you know, think of being in her position, not being able to eat gluten, no dairy, so forth, so on. Mac, her mac and cheese, which is gluten-free and dairy-free. Well, how can that be? Well, every time, she, you know, her boys are home, Trevor and Jack, um, and their friends come over, you know, they want Sandy's mac and cheese. 
they gobble it up, not even realizing that it's gluten-free and dairy-free. So, you know, the proof is in the pudding, so to speak, right? Yeah, for sure. And in this case, the proof is in the mac and cheese and the white sauce and the pumpkin recipe, which I did message her last night. Uh, I, I, I've already gone Thanksgiving shopping twice um, because I don't, it's, it's just too overwhelming for me to, you know, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm literally three quarters of a mile from the grocery store, uh, from Publix and or Wally World. So really it's in Sam, so I can, you know, run back and forth. But I try to do it in, in, in like three steps, three bulks, and, and actually uh, a funny story because of obviously everyone talking in the news, talking, everyone talking about a turkey shortage. Uh, we are actually having two kinds of turkey this year. Uh, very, very good friends uh, locally. Mel and Laura are doing a turkey in a, I don't know if it's like an air fryer or- um, I've had that before. I don't know if it's the air fryer or a freestanding like fryer kind of a thing. Oh, probably the deep fryer. Yeah, that's what I meant. But I'm not 100% sure. So they're doing one that way. And then I'm going to do a traditional one in the oven. But anyways, because, you know, obviously everyone's talking about the shortage. I'm very, I've been picky about my turkeys probably for the last 10 years. I always try to get a free range, no hormones, uh, fresh. Uh, I don't like frozen. And I should say, I don't like frozen. I just prefer fresh. So because of all that, I had a couple errands to run. And then I had a hair appointment and I was going by Fresh Market, which is kind of the local area's uh, version of, say, a Whole Foods or a, what's that one on the Berlin Turnpike? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I can't think of it. I, not Ian Dolly's. Uh, I don't know. It's just big, big, good. You'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Somebody figure it out. Somebody, one of our viewers or listeners, it's on, it's on, it's in Newington, that big, big store. Uh, oh, um, oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Stu Leonard's, Stu Leonard's. That's right, I love Stu Leonard's. And, you know, it's just one of my favorite stores. It's just, it's fun, it's unique. You get items that you wouldn't normally get in a regular grocery store. And that's kind of how this fresh market is. Smaller version, much smaller version. But anyways, I went in there and I talked to the meat manager and I asked him, I said, I don't really, he didn't, I didn't see one turkey out. So I figured, you know, I'm just going to go to the source. Because it's always best to go to the source to get the information. So I went and I asked him, I said, you know, hey, we should check his ass. <laughs> and he said, well, what are you looking for? So I, you know, explained to him, you know, basically kind of what size. I normally get like 26 pounder. I said, but we are having two turkeys, so I don't need something that big. But I want to stick around between 19 and 21 pounds. Uh, I'm really looking for, you know, all fresh, no hormones, no injections, no none of that nonsense. But I want a fresh. I don't want a frozen turkey. And so he came back out, he had a fresh turkey. Now, ironically, you know, when we wanted to, they did a, uh, and I want to say it's been all over the news, they're comparing last year's prices and they based it on a 16 pounder. Well, this ended up being, I think it's a 19 pounder. So last year for a 16 pounder, it, it roughly came to about $25. This year they're showing it at 58, which actually was a bargain, uh, I guess, to some degree for some people. I don't think it's a bargain, but you know, whatever. So I was pleasantly surprised because I didn't look at, you know, the label other than the price and it was $58. So I said, Ooh, I felt like I was getting three pounds free over the national average 
because the national average for a 16 pound was $58, which is obviously double over, over double in price from last year. I was getting a 19 pounder at $58. So I'm thinking I scored, which obviously I didn't in retrospect to last year's prices, but I still scored. So, so what do I do? I'm on my way to a hair appointment. What the flippity flip am I going to do with a turkey in the car in Florida, right? So I called her up, the owner, and I said, hey, hey, Dean, how are you? Hi, Dina, how are you doing? Great, how are you? Yeah, I'm on my way. Do you have a refrigerator? <laughs> she goes, what? I said, do you have a refrigerator? She goes, yeah, we have a refrigerator. Like a, like a regular size She said, no, like a, you know, dorm size. Hmm. Little fit of turkey. She goes, what? <laughs> I said, well, I went, I stopped at Fresh Market. I found a turkey and I had to grab it. I don't have time to run home. So sure enough, the turkey did fit in her refrigerator. So it was, it was kind of a back-end funny story uh, because you know what? You got to strike while the frying pan's hot. And in this case, it was finding that flipping turkey and I found it. So that was a big hurdle as well as I've gone shopping now twice, just double-checking different ingredients. And now, of course, with adapting some of Sandy's recipes, uh, I've got to pick up a few different ingredients, but I remembered I called you and I remembered a few of them that I knew uh, of things that I need. So yes, we are in full swing of holiday mode. Uh, people, you know, are already, I've already noticed people outdoors switching their Thanksgiving fallish decorations. And, you know, we, as a family, we always talk about that because in our household growing up, and I know Jan remembers this, what, for whatever reason, and going out for the Christmas tree was always a big deal. Uh, you know, the whole family went. And as the years dwindled, it was just ended up being Daddy and I going. And we would always come back with the most tallest Charlie Brown tree you could ever imagine. Uh, but by the time we decorated it, it was full. It was beautiful. So um, I do, you know, that's just something that I absolutely, absolutely love doing. Of course, here we don't do fresh but, you know, yeah, you know, those feelings come out. So we were thinking, because obviously this particular Thanksgiving, we've got family coming in and we thought, oh, wouldn't it be nice if they could see, you know, put up our decorations early. And, and actually, this was John's suggestion. And I looked at him, I said, are you out of your mind? I said, I don't decorate before Thanksgiving. Never. And he said, oh, it'd be nice. So he was kind of like, you know, giving me all the positives about it. I said, well, maybe you're right so we don't normally do that I've never done that I always think it's sacrilegious so anywho I mentioned it to the uh Tina and the kids and Tina looked at me she said oh no that's not happening that, that's sacrilegious you can't do that and and even the kids were upset so what we've decided to do we've decided to do a compromise and we are keeping which I would have preferred to do and I'm glad that we're still doing that is no Christmas decorations until we are through with the uh, holiday of Thanksgiving, because sometimes over the years, I think Thanksgiving is getting ripped off from its due justice of giving thanks and blessings, which all those go into obviously the whole holiday season and really should be 365 days of the year. But we are not, uh, so we decided that we would, we would put up the tree while they're here, but we are waiting to the next day, which happens to be John's birthday. So it'll be kind of like a birthday celebration and then kind of decorated. So we're looking forward to that which will be lots of fun. But yes, this uh, household is full in holiday spring. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that, uh, just want to back up a little bit, that you had gone to the 
store twice and something about you didn't say frazzle but you know and then i'm thinking to myself well how does everyone think that i feel you know <laughs> because i i don't normally have people over so it's very um i guess nerve-wracking in a way like the timing of everything the grocery shopping aspect of it i mean your your list really has to have a list like it needs to be very detailed and i'm detail oriented anyways but we're talking about somebody that has you know i'm, I'm an okay cook <clears throat> i can cook for sure i don't like cooking but i can cook um i'm an excellent baker so um poor victor's gonna miss out on my uh thanksgiving day uh, blueberry scones because i know he loves those but um well, no. well, maybe you'll have to send me the recipe and, and that is your forte. I, I love baking and I'm a very good baker, but I tend to stick with what I know and I don't venture out in that department. So maybe you could send me your scones recipes and I could try duplicating it, although I'm not sure that they'll come out as good, but I could try. And the funny thing about baking, <coughs> um, I've often, for whatever reason, you know, I might skip over like a a little blurb about you know mix this first mix this separate but i tend to put everything together and i realized one time and it was these chocolate um chocolate mint kind of cookies and i'm like oh my god these are going to be horrible because it's the chemical reaction um of mixing things separately for whatever reason <laughs> and i'm like oh my god these are going to be terrible and i measured out the sugar wrong Oh my God, everybody raved about these cookies. Absolutely like, oh my God, these are such good cookies. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> you know, it's funny because when you think that you really screw something up and then, you know, everybody loves it. So I guess that's what I am praying for as I plan to cook for um, Thanksgiving. And of course, one of the things that I want to try, <laughs> excuse me, out of Sandy's book is the, um, the mac and cheese. So I'm doing things, um, a little different and i think having... i think that's it's good to shake things up i'm also thinking about doing that because of course uh reagan and uh, princess ray ray and jenny jen love mac and cheese that's one of especially reagan's one of her favorites so i I'm, I'm thinking about doing that as well and you know it's so good to to do that but talking about what you're saying about recipes I mean, how many times do you often, like I can make the same recipe and it's never the same twice. Like I'll add a little this, a little pinch of that. And I don't write that down. So I, I like to surprise myself on a, a traditional type of recipe where I've inadvertently, ah, you know, and you know, you taste it. Ooh, you could use a little more of this or a little more of that. And then the next time I try it, I say, oh, this is good, but it tastes a little different than last time. So it kind of keeps that, re the, the freshness of reinventing, you know, a, a new flavor to a traditional type of recipe, just how you're measuring things out or, right. or forgetting, you know, ingredients. <laughs> well, sure, that can happen. And speaking of white pepper, I can't find white pepper anywhere. The only thing I can find are the white, the, the, um, the beans or whatever they call them. There's a special name for them. But anyways, and then of course, you know, they grind when you turn them upside down, which is fine. But I like, the already powdered white pepper. Can't find it anywhere, every store that I looked at. So I might have to order some on uh, Amazon or something. Yeah. <laughs> it is fantastic Friday. And we're, you know, we're talking about 
obviously the holiday season you naturally talked about so what is your favorite recipe if you were to say and when i say favorite recipe it could be a cookie because i know you you prefer baking that is your expertise what would what would you say is your favorite all-time restaurant uh, i'm gonna give you restaurant i mean recipe or or oh. you know but i'm gonna give you uh two two you gotta give me two answers one from your childhood and one as you know you're the preparer Okay, so one from my childhood, which really has nothing to do about Thanksgiving, is the jello mold that mommy used to make. I'm just going to say that for mine. <laughs> the raspberry with the sour cream. And I, and I know when people hear jello and sour cream, it's delicious, okay? Um, I have a vivid memory of that, and I always loved it, <laughs> especially with all the family picnics and Gargano's lentis, everybody coming over in the summer and, and every family, you know, you know, bringing, oh my God, there used to be just so much food. In fact, I can remember specifically remember looking at the table one time and going, oh my God, this is a lot of food. Um, so that there's something about that, that jello mold. And I think Claudine may have sent me the uh, recipe. I got to double check though. <coughs> change it up she was one that would change up sometimes there would be, uh, be berries sometimes it would have bananas i mean she, she, she would add different varieties to it but you're right it just and then she also didn't she do a green one i don't, I don't know if it was pistachio yeah it was, i didn't like that one i didn't but. care for that. instead i i love the traditional one and i just remember that green tupperware mold dish or the uh, uh copper one that she used to use and then just remember it, just the jiggle, oh the jiggle. I'm about, yeah, I'm thinking about something hysterical once where um, mommy went upstairs to do something and daddy was in charge of taking the mold, the jello out of the mold. And it was, I don't know if you remember, it looked like like one of those big hat things that women used to wear when they went. Okay, so it was that huge mold and I'm like helping him with it. And then he said, okay, well, let me take over it. And he's holding it. And just like with the turkey sliding across your, the jello mold went bloop. And, and I went, daddy and I went, oh. So we click quickly as much as we could, <laughs> cleaned it up, put it back in. Of course, there was a layer of jello mold that, you know, obviously we had to throw away, but we salvaged whatever we could. Yeah. And, and then, um, you know, he was able to finagle it. And then mommy came back downstairs and, uh, and daddy said, there's like stuff oozing out of <laughs> Like he totally got out of. Oh, daddy. <laughs> oh my God. I'm looking at, and I'm looking at daddy. Like, uh, you're telling like a really big white lie here, daddy. I would have pulled it over and just started scooping some whipped cream around it. And, and it was funny. Cause he said, Barbara, I don't know what you did with this uh, this cello mold, but it's like oozing out, and I didn't want to lift it up because I was afraid that everything's going to come out. And he said, "You know, <laughs> maybe I should just dump it in a bowl." And she looked at it and said, "Oh my God, yeah, just dump it in the mold. Maybe I didn't have it in the refrigerator long enough or something." So, and I looked at Daddy like, "Oh, watching you right now." The funny stories of growing up and the and the, and the different recipes and you know favorites okay so jello mold uh, i both i think we could both 
uh, concur that that was a, a pretty fun recipe that, okay, does not necessarily have to do uh, with this particular holiday. But so now as an adult, what would you say is your favorite recipe? My favorite recipe. It could be baking or, or you know, cooking. Obviously, baking is your forte. Well, definitely it's not something I cook them because I'm, like I said, I am not the greatest of cooks. So I would say it would have to be my scones because they are just delightful. They're gluten-free, um, they're light, they're airy, and, you know, it doesn't feel like you're eating something heavy because I know a lot of times with baking, sometimes um, when you eat something, it's like very heavy tasting. So it's very light. Um, my and of course my favorite are blueberry scones yeah. so you're gonna have to send me that recipe so i think we both concur that we jello mold is is one another recipe of mommy's that i liked and i think this kind of introduced me into liking onions was her pearl onions oh with yeah a white cream sauce which uh, ironically when our mom passed and i think it was that that either that first holiday after or maybe we were just having dinner together or whatever uh, our, our brother, our older brother, Francis, uh, who goes by Frank, wanted to uh, have that particular recipe. And he bought the wrong onions. He bought cocktail onions, round pearl onions instead of the, the, the normal ones. So we're all eating it. Or was it, I can't remember, one of us did it. I think it was him. And yes, I'll take the first bite. We're like, whoa, this is so mommy's not, this is not mommy's recipes. And then we realized what was wrong was the the wrong onions were bought so it's you know just the, the funny stories of that but i always for whatever reason again it was very light it wasn't because you think it's sometimes a white sauce could be heavy but she just had that nick uh our mother was a very messy chef she uh like dishes bowls spoons food uh, i've never seen a messier chef than our mom and uh she because she just really just you know, went all right in. And uh, I, I just remember like we were always on cleanup crew. And as we got older, I just kind of got into the knack of trying to clean up right behind her. And that would drive her crazy. But I, I just couldn't stand all the, the the pans and the pots. And But that was like, she was in her element when she, she, she was doing that. And she loved to entertain. And I think I, uh, that's one of the uh, great attribute, attributes of mommy that, you know, mommy and daddy love to entertain. And I've kind of picked up on that. And I do, I, I, the, the, the joy that it brings me to serve other people with either a creation or to, and it's so funny because a lot of people say, oh, let me help you clean the kitchen. And, you know, we are so blessed that we have amazing friends and family that, you know, jump right in there. But I, you know, I don't mind even doing that piece to it because I, I love kind of not, I don't say being on the outside end, but just a reflection of, you know, watching people have, enjoying themselves, enjoying good food, enjoying good company, and it just, you know, that's what the holidays are about. The simple things of the gift giving is really just being in that moment. The precious present uh, is being in the present. So you don't need anything big and fancy wrapped up. Uh, yes, those things are great. And I always, you know, try to, you know, reflect from, from the power and the mindset of a child, you know, that gift giving, and it's so exciting, but also really really kind of taking it all in and just seeing the simple joys of what a holiday can bring, whether it's bringing pe people together, breaking bread around the table, uh, reminiscing about other holidays from your childhood or just funny things. And I know uh, this Thanksgiving, we, we're definitely gonna be talking about Victor's uh, 
little food pot with the turkey last year. So <laughs> that'll be that'll be so much fun. And uh, of course, we would love to be there. But you know, we'll, maybe next year. You know, who knows? And uh, plus. Well, We'll be FaceTiming and all that. And that's that's the good thing about the holidays as well is, you know, not every year everyone can get together. So utilize your electronics or something good. You know, especially if you have different eating times, you know, have them at the table. You know, you can have, you know, prop your phone up there so they can chat with everyone and, you know, really just get to spend, you know, time with each other that way. Uh, does ease that, you know, emptiness of, you know, that person not being present. And again, you know, utilize that time to, you can, we, we've done it. You can play games, uh, you know, and have that person on the phone and still play that game or reminisce or, oh, what are you eating? Let me see what you're eating. This is what, this is what I created. So it's a fun time. And the other question, of course, is um, uh, cranberry sauce, jellied or whole? That is a good question because mommy always had two. She always had the berry, but she always bought the jelly because she knew I couldn't stand the berry. And I stick with that to this day, except I will make a concession to Hutch's cranberry sauce, which he, uh, it's a whole family event. They, they, you know, take the oranges, they take the fresh cranberries and it is so good. So Aunt Pat had an also good fresh one, but I would say Hutch gets the award for the best cranberry sauce for from a jelly cranberry girl. Um, that, that is one that I will enjoy and I will eat. Um, I have to be a little careful because obviously I, I can't have any citrus now, so I can only take a little smidgen of it this year. And, uh, but he does, and he has the grandkids helping him grinding and getting all the stuff together. And it is a real treat. But I would still say I'm a jelly cranberry girl. I like the, uh, the just how it plops out of the can, not with the, all the berries in it. Right, and then you can slice it. it. Yeah, because every now and then, um, like the day, <laughs> excuse me, the day after, I'll, you know, I'll take one of those slices and put it on my turkey sandwich. Yes, I agree. And of course, and, and we want to hear from all of you, like what is your favorite recipe? Um, what do you do with the leftovers? Um, because like by Friday afternoon, I'm just, I can't even look at Turkey. Like, I agree. I agree. I mean, I know a lot of people and I've done this in the past as well as, you know, you know, boil down the turkey bones and, and make turkey broth. So you get turkey soup, which is always good. Something that you can freeze, uh, fairly easy. I agree with you by, by Friday afternoon, I'm like, Okay, can we go out to dinner so this chef can be waiting on and uh, not have to, you know, eat turkey anymore. So, uh, you know, with family and friends visiting, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll do some some cookouts as well because, you know, we're in Florida. So, you know, enjoy the weather and, you know, we've got the grill out there. So, uh, and the outdoor kitchen. So it, it is nice to, to kind of take a break from that. But I do, I, try, I really now try to freeze. And what I'm also doing is making sure that anyone leaving here, uh, I buy extra Ziploc bags because that's the easiest way to store food. I know a lot of people like the Tupperware, uh, you know, and Tupperware is fine for, you know, a 24 hour to, you know, two or three day event, but uh, it's so much easier in a Ziploc bag to give to people, but also to store in your freezer if you want to freeze it up. So I make sure that that's one of the things on my shopping list to make sure I've got extra freezer Ziploc bags that are nice and tight. 
uh, it makes it easier for them to take home as well as to store. So make sure you get your Ziploc bags. That's a, that's a key piece. Instead of having all those bulky Tupperware items that you can never find the damn flip in the lid or, you know, you got the wrong bottom, wrong top. That drives me insane. I know. I, I was able to get rid of, you know, I talked to some friends about that cabinet with all that kind of stuff in it. And I got rid of so much stuff. And the funny thing was, um, Gary was walking outside with it and GA's like, hey, what are you doing with all that? And, and Gary said, well, there's no tops or there's no bottoms, whatever. So GA ended up taking it. So, you know, hey, you know, it gets recycled. That, that's always a good thing. We're all about that, of course. Um, but the other question um, I heard, <laughs> excuse me, people talking about on the radio this morning as I was driving down to Cumbies um, was about stuffing. Ooh, yeah. So the topic of conversation with stuffing is the um, the radio broadcast host, which which I personally know, um, and I can't say her name because I used to be her health coach. So that's you know against HIPAA, of course. But what she was saying was like, I like just stuffing. I don't don't put in the cranberries. Don't put in this. Don't put in that. Just the stuffing. Uh, a little bit of um, celery and a little bit of um, onions. So I know that in our family, we love to put in sausage. So I'm curious as to all the different uh, stuffing recipes out there. So email us or send us a voice message on our website. Um, and you can also do a contact form where you can just type it out that way. Let us know what your favorite or what your recipe is for your um, stuffing recipe? I do a variation of that. I mean, I obviously I love a, sauce, a, a sausage stuffing. I mean, it's what we grew up with. Uh, I do add the cranberries. I do add celery. I do add onion, but I also add a sliced apple into it. I chop up apple into it and um, so a couple other different spices. I've done it with, you know, the normal stuffing. I've done it this year. I'm going to be doing the regular stuffing. And then I'm also doing a gluten-free stuffing. So it's really the same thing. It's just gluten-free bread. It's a multi-grain bread. I'm going to toast that ahead of time in the oven and um, cube it and just like it would look and season it with some olive oil and some, some different spices. And um, probably do that the, probably about the day or two before. So it's nice and uh, ready to go. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really focused this year on a, a basically dairy-free on probably 99% of everything that I'm doing other than, you know, whipped cream. I know a lot of people like whipped cream with their pie. That was not a debate. I put a debate out, well, you know, apple pie or pumpkin pie. And, you know, most Italians said, well, what's the debate? Just do both. Because we know, you know, we always make more than enough food. So you know, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like I... I shouldn't have to pick between the two so you know i'm getting some some great different variations of that so i'm excited about that so i'm going to probably like even the squad the butternut squash soup out of sandy's recipe book i'm making so i'm going to start that probably a day or two before because there's a process into roasting it and and all of that and scooping and um i always like a recipe especially a soup recipe or a sauce recipe to actually sit you know, 24 to 48 hours uh, because it just blends those flavors so nicely. So excited about that. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, going to be doing all the traditional things, but a little twist here and there. I just thought that like now I have to work into um, 
my cooking schedule things that I probably should do ahead of time, which right. now I'm feeling a little stressed out. No, you don't. You know what I tell people is whatever vegetables you're using and they have to be chopped, do it the day before, uh, even two days before. You're fine. I wouldn't go more than two, but you're, you're, you're okay to do it two days in advance. If you're making a soup, it's okay. Again, uh, one to two days ahead of time is great. Uh, you know, do all your prep work. So when you wake up, like what I'll do is I know I need, you know, I don't know three pounds of chopped celery. So I'll chop it all up, put it in a Ziploc bag. I need so many, you know, chopped onions, which is the worst thing to do, even with a mandolin, I can't stand doing it. Do that ahead of time. So that morning when I'm waking up and because my stuffing I make that morning, there are certain things that I have to make that morning, the mashed potatoes. But the cool thing here is we've got the outdoor kitchen. So I'm going to do the uh, boiled potatoes on the grill all that steam and the big pan that can go outside. That's awesome. And, you know, I'll have all my chopping done ahead of time. So when I'm making the stuff, it's now, I'm not like got a cutting board trying to chop it up and get it in the pan. It's already done, plot, measure out how much I, I think I want to use, get it right in there. Same thing with garlic. Um, there are tips on, you know, especially like garlic. A lot of people like to do it fresh. Uh, use a garlic press, which makes it easier. Or they do have some really fresh, uh, organic ones that they squeeze right out of the tube and they're, you, there's no difference. Um, so find different ways to alleviate that stress. Uh, you know, make sure you go now this week and check out your cabinet. Do you have expired spices in there? Do you have expired cinnamon, nutmeg, all those things that you know you're going to use because everyone, everything has an expiration date. And I did not really think about that until years ago. I was making peanut butter cookies and I kept saying, why are they not coming out like fluffy like everyone else's? Well, I think it was whether it was baking soda or baking powder, I'm not sure which. You know, it was like two, two, two three months old. So now, you know, it, it, you need that for, for that to rise. So it's a good idea to go check. Oh, I got plenty of this. And then you realize, oh my God, I was looking at it and I really only have this much, but I need like three tablespoons. So check your spices out this week. Check the expiration date. Make sure that you've got all your, your, your recipes in front of you and double check, do I have that ingredient? Because that's, I would say that's probably the, the two things that are the worst that always happen is it's expired or you don't have it. So that's why you check your recipes ahead of time, make sure you got all the ingredients that you need. Um, and that's gonna keep you more organized. And when you're more organized, guess what? You're less stressful. Because you know we, we wanna alleviate the stress. I think we could all collectively say that this year has been extremely difficult. And that's why I think so many people are, we're always excited for the holidays, but I think we're excited even more because of, you know, what we've been through as a country. So, you know, we don't want to add more stress to it. And we know the holidays can be, I look at it this way. I, I, you know, and I think that we both talk about this and we've talked about this with our viewers or our listeners, as you get older, you know, if the timing's off or something got overcooked or you forgot one thing, you just go with the flow now. I mean, because in the end, it's really just about the company that you're with, the giggles that you're, you're sharing in the story. So, you know, I wouldn't, I know you don't normally like to entertain, but you're going to be fine at it. Don't worry about it. You know, get, it's prep work. Just like we talk about, you know, Monday through Friday, Monday mindset, uh, Triumph Tuesday, Wealth Wellness Wednesday, Trending Thursday, and Fantabulous Friday. There's a method to the madness of helping you be organized 
helping you keep on track on your health and wellness, your mindset and everything going around in your world. And that's kind of like how the holidays should be done. You know, use your planner book. Today, I'm going to go grocery shopping. And when you get back, then you can double check. Did I get everything for the recipe? Because a lot of times, a lot of people don't realize is they're reading a recipe and somehow something that they normally have, they kind of skip over. I already have that. And they go to the next thing. And then they realize, oops, I don't have that. So it gives you, that's why I do shopping like two to three times before the week before just to double check. Did I in fact get everything that I needed? Mm, those are, excuse me, excellent, excellent tips. And on that note, Fantabulous Friday, you know, make your upcoming week, um, pace yourself and don't just go through the paces, but be a part of all of that process of enjoying your family and friends. And on that note, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters, and this is Carol, so aka Naughty Bus Live. We are chatting holiday, we are chatting spirit, kindness, all those good things. Those are really what is important. But remember, the best gift you can give anyone is you're the present. You're the present because you're in the present and you're in that moment. With that, we want to wish you a great weekend. Uh, I know a lot of stuff is going along. A lot of people are starting to do that traveling. Be safe, uh, be patient, be kind to other people. And we will see you Monday for Monday Mindset. Bye, everyone. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.